249. Mm, mm. So you had it in Spencer's audio file settings? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is wrong. It'll right. blow out mine. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Well, it's because the, the problem is uh, this mic is not that sensitive. So I do have to crank the record level to give you a legible file at all. Uh, because otherwise I have to literally be like this close to the entire podcast. Well, I mean, and then like we get into, into a, the middle of a conversation mm, and like I then forget I scream. and then you like, no, and then you do this and mine, oh, yeah. and mine picks it up okay, but yours just yeah. like those You silent. know what's, the thing that's crazy is <laughs> it's only when I'm using it for its actual intended purpose of being a like podcast level mic, all of my like Zoom calls at work, Google Meet, Slack, Huddle, all of them. I can be across the room talking. And like I've asked people when I'm like far away, I'm like, hey, uh, I've been told that I can't be heard on audio recordings by someone. <laughs> Have you ever thought that when like I'm in meetings? And they're like, no, you're always like crystal clear. And I always have it like two feet away from me. Interesting. I don't understand. It's like, it's like it changes its identity. Like the second that it goes into recording it. It's very confusing, it's, yeah, Danny. Yeah. And it's a mystery I haven't I tried to solve. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure we can figure it out, but someday. We're not going maybe, to. Maybe. We're not going to. No, we're just going to replace it at some point. At some point, I'm going to throw it in the trash. We're going we're gonna to have like a proper studio set up and we're just going to get SM7Bs, man. We're going to have so many mics. They're going to be mics all galore. over the place. Uh, from the ceiling, from the floor. And, you know, all of, all over the place. We're going to have so many mics. It's going to be the most recorded room in history. The day we... we You're going to see a, hear a fly breathe. <laughs> the day we can pay for uh, SM7Bs via our content is the day like, okay, we're, we're good. I think we're good. Yeah. Which yeah. Hey, we're approaching that point, man. It's crazy. Hey, hey an SMB a day. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Keeps, no, keeps, no, we are not making an SMB a day. Oh, it keep, well, okay. So keeps money coming away? I don't know. Danny, <laughs> is this the DMGT podcast? Are we going to use that as the code? I guess that is the code, and I suppose this is the DMGT podcast. Okay, so we are committing to... Okay, okay, yeah. No, no that is. It. And I'm Spencer. I'm Spencer, one of the hosts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You can. You do have the power to be like, no, we're cutting that, so... Well, I... I I was vibing. I was vibing. I was seeing what your vibe no, was I'm on it. Vibing, you know, I was kind of checking chill. in. I'm chilling. Uh, uh, I'm your other host, Danny. And uh, we're we're t- we're talking about stuff today, folks. <laughs> and it's not going to be only about our microphone setup. The no. best, strongest start to a podcast episode. Of course. Talking about producing the podcast episode. Now, because, you know, unfortunately, 100% of our many, many listeners also have a podcast. So, you know, how much yeah. more closed circle can we get? You know, we made a podcast about talking about other people's podcast production. That would be probably worse, I would say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe less entertaining. Less. Should we start reviewing podcast production? Is anybody just purely doing that? Maybe like not reviewing it as like a piece of art, just being like, there's just our top 10 best sounding crispy podcasts. (laughs) I don't know. I wonder if honestly, maybe that should be a segment. Maybe it could that be a might segment, be a segment. You know, so everybody who was annoyed with the old, the opening, 
Uh, we found something valuable Kick for rocks. us. Kick rocks. We have an idea. Uh, you might not be the audience there, and it might not exist, but we have the idea. We have the idea, and everything we say on this podcast is fiction, but copyrighted. <laughs> Spencer, what are we talking about today? Mm. Sorry, Perfect right as you're taking ask, a right big as I was swig. taking a drink. Yeah. Um, don't worry, I got most of it on my shirt. Uh, <laughs> iPhone 15 impressions, yeah. um, and kind of... Uh, break gate if you will is kind of seemingly cropping up i don't know what to um, call it but yeah yeah it's hard hard to say if it's break gate or crack C- crackle crack snap, door bowl yeah whatever. something it's it's something's not going great with this uh titanium stuff um hollywood strikes they're ending finally well at least the writer's strike is tentatively well, the ending. writers yes you're right sag after a seemingly close ish i imagine it'll be swiftly the, after. the video game the voice acting community video game acting community has authorized, authorized. from their subdivision correct authorized a strike correct if their um demands aren't met hell yeah uh and then pff, sony got hacked again maybe maybe yeah and those are our ah, topics. maybe i don't know we'll see those are our topics let's start with the iphone 15 and some impressions pros Qu- uh, spencer what What's the first thing you want to ask me about this iPhone 15 Pro? Uh, well, I've, to to follow up on my uh, most excited part uh, from our Apple conversation uh, of the event, tell me about that action button, boss. Honestly, pretty cool, dude. Yeah? What are you making <laughs> it do? I, mine's Look, mine's simple. Mine is just the flashlight. But I just figured mm. out that you can set it to a shortcut that gives you all the options. It'll like pull down a menu. That gives you all the actions. So you button. click it, and then all the actions you could program to it. Yeah. Or you the, have pro- like all the default ones, so you don't have to go into your settings. Instead, it can you choose which one from the button? Yes. Is there any like? There's a little bit of a scroller on the button. Oh no, no, no scroller on the button. That <sighs> that would that be, would be trippy. Come on, that wow. would be sick. Wow. Uh, there was a headline I saw earlier that Honestly, was like, "Tim Cook's freaking out." Shouldn't we just be able to scroll from right here on the phone? From the volume rockers? Like, yeah, think about, honestly. not even the volume. I'm saying, like, we have touchpads. Make it a oh, touchpad. Oh, shit. Like, put it so you're never on your phone screen. You're just, like, right there on the side. What are they doing? That feels like it's possible. Wow. That's a, wow. Okay. Interesting. I would so, love yeah, for that so tech to be developed. I want to know more about the action button, because obviously, cool. That's cool. I should design it. <laughs> <laughs> No, the action button is is cool. Like if you, I use my flashlight a lot more than I ever used uh, my mute switch. So for me, like it's instantly been very helpful. As you know, as someone with uh, two cats in the household, something you got to be digging around in dark places mm. in rooms and stuff, and nooks yeah. and crannies. And the flashlight is just super handy to just like not even look at my phone. I just know which button it is. Now, if you do something like that, does it auto take it away from like the traditional flashlight on the home screen? No. Like the the default setting? No, it's still there. Okay, I would like that going. Oh, it'd be you cool if go. you could and then replace it with to something else. It. What do you mean? Potentially, yeah. Like if I have my action button doing a function that the phone does in some other like default way, I would want to be able to like use that real estate. Cuz like if I have the button, why do I need the the thing on my home screen. What I, see that what was I see what you're saying. I see what you're quickly flipping to messages, like instant. You know, just like instead of. Yeah, yeah. The, the, it'd be cool if you could like kind of stack the usefulness of it. 
that's that's a good idea honestly uh tim tim apple i know you're for sure listening make it happen i i'm i can always be available <laughs> if y'all need me <laughs> uh yeah no that's logically it makes sense to me now it's like oh yeah that should be a thing now especially since you have yeah. a, a, available uh, so i don't think that was my main thing my second thing danny that i wanted to ask about it yeah. is Are you excited that you got it still, or has it already just been like, all right, all right, the bells and whistles have played out, now it's just my phone? Like, where are you? Because you've had it for like a week? Uh, a weekend. Um, I want to get through the Run the Jewels show and like do some photos and video there, so I'm planning on like yeah. doing some comparison. I'm going to bring both phones. I'm going to be that guy. I'm sorry. Um, cool. Don't worry, I'll be out of people's way. Are you going to be doing like speed tests and stuff? You definitely should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds fun. Yeah, maybe I'll just, I'll just, I'll just hang with you yeah. in the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes and no. Yes, it's like because I'm on the Apple upgrade program, and now I, I can pseudo say I get paid to like <laughs> do this. So, uh, it's not like it's not like something that I'm like, oh my god, I'm like super excited for the phone. It's always like the first day, you know, you open the box and everything. And it's like, ooh, shiny new electronics device. That excitement is always there. Um, but it's not like I was ever ever like, oh my god, I need this iPhone. It's gonna be the best. What right. I was most most more excited about was not so much moving to the bigger size for the screen size, kind of, um, but just the longer battery life. And immediately, mm. e- remember, we talked about this last year when I downgraded from the 13 Pro Max to the 14, uh, smaller right. to 14. I, like, that first day, I noticed the battery life. And now it's back to the other way around. Like, yeah, I did miss that. I did miss that. Uh, it, yeah. was, it was convenient for me. Especially for, like, us. We're, like, re- I'm recording shit and editing shit on my phone all the time now. It's, like, every single day. Uh, I'm just burning through my battery on the yeah. old phone. So uh, it's it feels surprisingly, I, and I'd, I'd like you to hold it uh, when we hang out next. Because surprisingly lighter for... It feels like it's lighter than what they say it is, which we'll get into mm. some of the other stuff right now uh, as a result. So I think it's a little bit the titanium body. The rounded edges also makes it feel just more comfortable in my hand, which is nice, especially since they went back to a bigger phone. Um, but other than that, the camera's improvements, uh, again, need to do more testing. Solid, speed. Uh, none of the games that they talked about are out yet, so I can't right. really speak to that. That'll be like its own youtube video and tiktoks and stuff um yeah i mean it's an iphone it's an iphone folks I, now, ios 17 which i was using on my phone for like two months with the beta is right. honestly what feels always feels the newest yeah yeah okay so exactly what i would expect from mm-hmm. it it's like it feels very much like a gap generation iphone from a gap generation iphone because i feel like 13 was like oh that's a pretty that's a step and then like 13 was for sure a step like an actual step yeah and 14 uh, 14 pro 14 14 15 pro it's like yeah okay we're just so I, i feel like we're it's kind of the least exciting part of the cycle that they usually seem to yeah. have yeah um, it, to now, me to me this is i feel like on the software and the hardware side with the chips in particular are about to take leaps just like they are doing the silicon upgrades it feels like you know how when the m1 came out it was like this this seems like it's like a really good 
thing that Apple has released for for their laptops and desktops. Mm. But we're not really sure yet because there are very specific scenarios. And then when the M1 Ultra and the M2s came out, like, nope, this is easily the best chip on the market. That's what this feels like. Next year's phone might be that upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so then the other side of things, the titanium, the and then the bad side. Have yeah. you have you had any of the because if you just go on YouTube right now, if you're listening, type in iPhone 15 Pro review. Like the whole first page is a bunch of like tech people being like, I'm returning it. Uh yeah. because of issues of battery, issues of overheating, uh, just not being able to do what it seemingly was telling you it could do yeah um have you had any oh and also it's the breaking point the the, the break gate stuff yeah like that seems not great easy to snap that back not glass. great um first of all stop trying to bend your iphones uh unless you are a youtube channel, that, a YouTube does channel that, that does that for your job of course of course <laughs> um, but that's like what people are posting they're like this guy, he's trying to break it. I'm like, that's his job. Yes, yes. And those <laughs> should. They they continue like Jerry Rig everything like was truly flabbergasted when it snapped. You like the, his head. I his just paws, watched that today and he was like, was like this literally never happens to an iPhone. And I was like, like for yeah, f- yeah. For a second, I think like what went through his mind was, did I get really strong? <laughs> like that's why he paused for so long. He's like, did I just get really... No, it's the iPhone. Okay. (laughs) It's like a a bunch of things went through his head, probably dead, and probably like, oh, shit, this video is going to get views, baby. Um, Yeah. So probably all of that. Uh, No, surprisingly, usually I get some level and some degree, especially that first week, two weeks uh, of like all the issues that are going on. Like, I'll never have like all of them. I usually have one or two. The... uh, the overheating thing is one that I'm like, I almost every single time, because this is like a, like, I think people forget this is literally go back every single year since like the 11, every single iPhone that first week before its first software patch is overheating. Everyone's screaming about the heat. Everyone's always screaming about the overheating. This is the first time that I'm not really experiencing it. I'm like, again, I'm editing HDR, like a plenty, few TikToks yeah. over the weekend. I'm like doing stuff with it. Um, I don't know if I've pushed it to the max just yet. So maybe once I do that, I'll start feeling it. But that's like the one that I haven't felt. None of the problems that people are talking about. I was like, man, I, I'm lucky out. I think I'm lucky out with my model. Nice. Um, some people, there were some reports saying that uh, the, the ones coming out of India are having a little bit more quality control issues than mm-hmm. the ones coming from the Foxconn factory in China. And then like you can see in your in the USB-C uh, port, w- where it's from. Mine's from China, so maybe that's part of it. Mm. Um, I haven't done, like, the full research there yet, so don't quote me on that one, but it seems like if you have your phone from China, it's probably fine. Uh, India, because it's the first time that they're using uh, that facility there to manufacture iPhones. A little bit of maybe QC not, problems, yeah. yeah. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I think... The interesting thing I was looking at as I was watching, trying to like figure out more about Breakgate and that all that, it definitely seems like for the most part, the titanium doesn't seem to be doing much for you other than being titanium. Uh, and then the coating is pretty easy to scratch, just like it is on the normal iPhone, the aluminum body. Like that's always been a problem. Like, yeah, you know, you, brush against your keys you're scratching it yeah i mean 
and I, and I don't want to sound like the Apple apologist here because I'm def, like I'm you know always open to criticize, but it's like, yeah, fucking you know, really shiny high end devices scratch. Yeah, <laughs> take a key yeah. to a Samsung S twenty seven twenty five or twenty four or whatever, yeah. it will scratch. Um, now Apple does toots a lot about its build quality and everything, so that's why they get you know dunked on so so much. Well, they were but, really going for it with this whole titanium you know, thing, you know. Uh, and I went back and looked at the, at the footage, and they really did go for it, like ooh, titanium, titanium. They but they never, they never titanium. explicitly, they never explicitly said the strongest or the safest iPhone. It, like, and to me, it's more of a not be like, oh, they never said that it was going to be that. I thought to me, it's like, oh, I think they knew. I think they knew that it was going to scratch yeah. easier, so they just like very carefully chose their words. Um, Look, it looks nice. I think once you see it in person, I think oh, yeah, it, it looks look really nice. nice. Um, I'm a big fan. I, I think I like it better than the mirror finish. Less less mudgy with your fingerprints and everything like mm-hmm. that. The build, like, I don't know exactly what the titanium is doing. Maybe it's just more like protecting the internals rather than like the actual outside. And I don't know what that is. Um, the back glass is apparently uh, easier to replace this year, which is it is that contributing to the uh, break break gate stuff too? I don't know. It's only happening to the 15 Pro Maxes though. Right. I think it's also wasn't it when iPhone changed their body last go round? That was when the Maxes were bending and you bent your Max. The 11. Yep. So I think it's just again, it's like the iterations that they do. The cycle is they're, when they change yeah. a body, they're they fuck it up a yep. little bit. And then, the, so basically what we're saying is, do you have an iPhone 14? Wait a year. Yeah. Unless you really just want it. Otherwise, you probably don't need it. Yeah. And that's that's uh, literally what I said in my impressions video on Sunday. I was like, yeah, if this, it's it's a, it's cool. It's a cool iPhone, but uh, just like, you know, iPhones are just cool. High-end smartphones are cool. They all have yeah. great cameras and stuff. But if you have last year's model, you uh, yeah, you can skip. You can safely skip this one. Yeah, you know, and I'm contemplating just getting the 15, just because <clears throat> I can get like 350 bucks for my little tiny, tiny, tiny little 13. The uh, so I will say, apparently the 15 Plus has a better better battery life than the 13 Pro Max did, and has a better battery life than the 14 Pro Max. So you think it has a better battery life than the 13 mini, do you think? <laughs> uh, it might. I'd look into that. I'd look into that. Yeah, I, it might be. It might. This was on the charger for most of the day, and uh, 79% haven't done jack shit with it. <laughs> I, I will say, I was uh, like really going into this cycle with this iPhone, like, finally, USB-C. I've been you know, transferring all my stuff to USB-C since like 2016 with that touchpad uh touch bar first, macbook pro well, the first like USB-C like thumb drive you got that was like uh what was it for tr- it was trump 2016 right mm, i'm pretty sure pretty sure <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i had the whole election it was uh, crazy that he there. was on the, that train <laughs> like he was like oh no it's got to be USB-C. <laughs> gotta uh, have the quickest speeds nuts and you know what? I'm just not going to say anything there. I did like USB-C, though. So this whole weekend, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then for my uh, impressions video, because I, I still have my other iPhone, uh, the return box hasn't come in yet. I was like, ooh, I'm going to use my bat, like my external microphone. I have this, uh, what is this, an Anchor? No, it's a Movi MV88. Okay. Um, 
just like a tiny phone condenser mic. And I was like, oh, I'll just plug it in. And it was the first time I was like, I'm, this sucks. I hate that they changed the port because this is a lightning connector. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, the first time, time, the one time I was like, damn it, Apple, why the hell did you change the port? I got to get a different microphone. This is and it's stupid. like, or now you have to get now. Not only do you need to have the the thunder, the original adapter to make things USB C. Now you have to have the opposite. Yeah, yeah, the opposite. Uh, so they're just creating a new revenue stream. That's all. <laughs> and that I, is. I refuse. I refuse to get a, an adapter. I'm just going to replace it. Um, which we needed to replace. We, we you know we were thinking about CES. Yeah, tech, same. So. That's it's a totally reasonable thing to do is to throw something perfectly good away. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> uh, so, Danny, that's iPhone 15. A big old snooze fest of a phone that's probably good. So you could get it if you want. That's yeah. our. Is that our company line right now? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's that's like uh, we talk about it all the time. It's literally every single smartphone are all, especially if you're coming from like year to year. If you're coming from like a 12, oh my god, this is gonna be like the greatest phone you've ever touched. Yeah. So. But yeah, yeah. There are, every year iteration of any flagship smartphone is just like, yeah, cool, it's a new one. Yep. And then they're going to be like, next year, they're going to be like, but for real, this one's so different. And then you'll be like, wait a second, this looks the same. <laughs> Spencer, I have a goal for us. I want I, I, The goal for us next year is to continue on this trajectory so we can outright buy with the DMGT funds. Um, apple <laughs> no no <laughs> yes we are buying apple we are the new owners know our names uh no get uh, uh one of the galaxies the s7s with the 50x zoom or whatever the hell that'd be kind of fun do. you know i haven't haven't been on that side of the fence for a while uh um, yeah just to like try it out i me, me too it's been if we do that i think we should seven also years? get the the e-ink phone <laughs> Why not? Why the hell not? We'll because I do want to just play with that. We'll get it you the e-ink phone. We'll get you the okay. e-ink phone. All right, I'm in. Uh, <laughs> Danny, so Hollywood strikes are ending. Yes. Which, a, that's awesome. Finally. Um, hopefully they're ending. WGA, it's come to a tentative agreement. Uh, and I was reading a Hollywood Reporter article. If you want one that seems like they're sensationalizing the whole thing, pretty fun read because there's just like mostly unsubstantiated quotes of like what the room was like (laughs) and like they'll like have a whole thing where like bob Iger stormed out of the room came back was so pissed off and then like a bunch of stuff and then like the next paragraph is like oh also a source like refuted all of that by the way (laughs) but fun stuff like to imagine and and probably some of it's true but um so that's mostly for the writers seemingly have gotten that deal done the SAG AFTRA seems to be soon to follow. Studios want to make stuff again. Everyone's sick of the the strike. But the video game voice actors uh, have authorized to strike if yes. their needs aren't met in their negotiation. And I think that's going to be very interesting to see if, uh, A, they don't just figure out a way to avoid that because... When you look at Hollywood, that's a pretty big industry. Yeah. When you look at video games, it's bigger. It is. Yeah, it is straight up bigger. It's it's bigger. It's it's uh, more important to revenue if that's the thing you're thinking about. So I wonder yep. if they can afford to do it or not. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because on one hand, you would expect that the AMPTP coming to terms 
coming to preliminary terms with the WGA and then SAG after afterwards, hopefully. Um, you would think that would influence of like, you know what, let's just knock this out. Let's just get this over with. We don't want to right. like bring this over. Um, I think like uh, Drew Barrymore trying to bring back that show, I think, and the response, the public response and the outcry to that, I think contributed a lot to AMPTP oh, yeah. be like, oh, I don't think we can get away with it this time. Let's just give them what they want. Yeah. Um, is that the case for gamers and gaming? I So the thing that I'm, most interested in is like when you know i'm making assumptions here it's not like i know the finances of the voice acting for video games you know what i mean like i don't know how much what the pay is or anything but i would assume it's probably the least amount of any type of work that's covered under the union because you know paying the talent is is always the least amount in video game dumb yeah um so i would suspect what they're being they're asking for is probably pretty reasonable so if i was making the decisions this whole thing would never have happened but if i was in that position i'd be like yeah let's knock it out like why do i why do another thing where the i'll they'll i'll have more people know how terrible i am yeah you know yeah like at this point it's just like okay we get it the, you guys uh, are angry that they want money. The uh, <laughs> like, the okay, it's it's an interesting thing in uh, in the gaming space because gamers are already they don't have the best relationship with uh, game studios as a like as an entity. Right. I think, I think gamers in general are more outspoken than like your average moviegoer is to like a Hollywood studio. I yeah, think I the average see, like, doesn't even register that. I, I don't see a ton of like YouTube streams of content that are like fuck Lionsgate. Right, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like uh but at the same time But there's people that have built their entire career just saying fuck Bethesda. Right. Or right. EA, insert whatever, any of them. Yeah. And that's like their whole channel. Their whole <laughs> thing. This their whole shtick. Um and they're making money off of this. Good for them. Uh at the at the same time. For as much as like people like will dunk on like 2K for not you know really upgrading the animations for like six years in a row, every 2K sells better than the last one. Yeah. So I wonder like how much of that are the game studios going to be thinking about? Because Take Two, like I bring up 2K not accidentally, like they're straight up one of the franchises. A Take Two and in, in Interactive is the parent company um, that produces those games. Right. Um, I imagine someone like. I would hope someone like uh like an Insomniac and the WD WB Games were probably willing to play ball, especially because Warner Brothers also has a Hollywood production studio, so they're the also going to be like in there. The but. thing that feels complicated though with with that is like the game studios have been purchased more and more by Microsoft and Sony. I don't really know if the terms of those things are similar to like the studio system where largely they seem to operate independently. Yeah, yeah. it seems like with when we're talking like Sony and all of the developers that Sony has purchased, right? It feels more like we're all truly under the Sony brand. You know, like when you think about uh, like Comcast as a company, mm-hmm. all of those like movie studios under Comcast, you don't really re- know, you don't, they're not tied to Comcast in like what they are. That's true. So, and I don't know if that's because of how it's structured or because the video game industry is 
you just have to have 50 different companies making you games because that's just the way it is now. And those companies, I don't know, who do they, would it be the voice actors going to the leadership of Insomniac or is it going to the leadership of Sony? I don't know. Yeah, I, and the, the more I've, I've looked into this, I'm like, it's not super clear. Um, I mean, they are straight up calling out Activision, 2K, uh, yeah, Take-Two, Electronic Arts, Insomniac. See, but like other like PlayStation and or Microsoft Studios are not listed here. Okay, so maybe it is targeted as... Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe it's more similar to yeah. the movie industry than I thought. Yeah. Okay, so that i suppose that makes sense right if like your parent studio parent like organization so these are just, just totally here's your budget people. here's your operating budget yeah then so these are this that. isn't the studio execs or like you know it's probably like the it's it is if it's actually like the leader of the studio that's interesting because there's also seemingly 12 bajillion studios and i also don't know what threshold a budget is when do they have to pay union when can they not like i i honestly i think maybe some of this is just they need to write some stuff down <laughs> I, I, I wonder and it's there there's less like inherently less protections like ai just like it was for for the hollywood studios i think it, it's like gaming has already been using ai for a bit to some degree yeah so like are they worried about like you're just gonna undercut like all these jobs for like em- like random NPCs, for example, um, that I think like Bethesda considered for Starfield uh, at mm-hmm. some point, and that's um, like one of the big reasons why everybody's mm-hmm. like Baldur's Gate three, holy crap, so incredible because it's all real captured performance. It's uh, God, we got to talk about Baldur's Gate three uh, again. I mean, we could maybe squeeze it in, <laughs> but it's great. So, anyways, I think that's that's part of it too. So, um. Honestly, like, luckily for us, we don't really, I mean, every now and, like, what, once or twice a year, maybe we'll, like, throw in a Call of Duty and, yeah. like, make some content on that so we wouldn't be able to do that if a strike goes through. The The one that hurts right now is be, is that we're, like, a month away from Spider-Man 2, and I'm like, man, I was going to make so much shit on that because I have the 18 inches of venom is coming in or whatever with the statue and stuff oh yeah you went i forgot you went for the big boy i really am excited for that statue man it looks so cool. i mean i'm excited for the game i mean and the statue yeah, is gonna be yeah sick yeah Bo- both for sure um but then i'm like oh man i'm not gonna be able to like do any reviews and concerts on that which kind of sucks but it's like whatever everything else i'm like yeah we don't when do we talk about Fortnite? when do we play Fortnite? yeah i haven't just played generally, any like star Y'all, wars earlier just, this just year just give them what they want like, yeah just pay like, them like think about it like diablo 4 made 666 million dollars in like what nine days was it yeah and they blew their entire hype like a month in <laughs> right and it's like what if what if that was helpful to the people that acted in the game and made yeah. the game yeah and then that like, trickles into like the people that make the game and develop it yeah, and all yeah. that i think know? that's the big thing that I think could be the worrisome point. It's like, well, you know what they, you know what people that don't like unions always say, well, where will it end? Yeah. Everyone unionize. (laughs) (laughs) Hundo percento. I mean, unions have only done terrible things like stopping child labor (laughs) and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's why we have the 40 hour work week two day weekends. That's why we have like the whole, 
entire subreddit of the OSHA, the the funny OSHA violation <laughs> subreddit. Think about that. If we didn't have unions, we probably wouldn't have that. And that's sad. Oh man, that is sad. Sad that's because sad. think it's about funny. that because those are funny goofs. And sad because uh, a large percentage of them probably don't make it out of that work day. And it's like, well, I don't like the ones where people actually get hurt. I like to see people at least indicate they're not dead. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, usually it's like, hey, the OSHA guy comes through or the OSHA person comes through like, hey, can't be doing that. All right, fine. They oh, move. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, see, you would have totally died. I was, uh, <laughs> I was painting the houses freelance uh during college and would be alone on a job site and they never once told me how to put or anchor a harness when you are painting above like 30 feet so i was just free balling Hell yeah. on a crick- rickety ladder just being like hope i don't die but i don't know what else to do hey and you're here so i guess unions are unnecessary that's what i'm saying that's the moral <laughs> Get in, get in, pro unions, baby. Let's go. Now, speaking of laughs and gaffes, mm. um, which we weren't speaking of, but we were making laughs, yes, uh, for each other. Uh, I hope that Sony got hacked. That's I'm just gonna put that statement out there because wow. do you remember how fun the hacks were last time for the internet as a whole? I mean, the memes were out of control. All of the different the the. All of the email threads that were leaked, the crazy things like celebrities were saying, and that was some fun stuff. That was a good couple weeks of stuff to look at. So I personally hope that that's how it goes again. It's just mostly like emails from like Amy Pascal, <laughs> like it was last time, even though I don't think she works there anymore. But, you know, like give me some of that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just like Jim Ryan freaking the hell out, like already very... The least charismatic uh, CEO in all of gaming, basically. And yeah, or it's like it's like we discover he's such a hardcore gamer, like that's why he rules with an iron fist or whatever. Like he's, it's like he's just so into it that he's like micromanaging. <laughs> Imagine an email where it's like, if I do, if hey team, when I insert the controls exactly this way at this frame in this game in this section with these exact settings, what's up? Fix it. <laughs> that would be wild you're not describing anything that i know anything about <laughs> <laughs> and uh you shouldn't because i just made all of that up i'm pretty yeah. sure i made most most of that up but uh, that would be funny if like that's the big that you discover it's I mean, like wait a second hilarious. they really like video games now the only thing is playstation network was down for an entire month last time remember Oh, yeah. And most games now you have to be online. That's what I'm saying. I think it would be way more painful this time. So that's like, I don't, know, I don't know if I hope for it. Maybe if it went down for like a week. Hopefully yeah. some emails. So hopefully they have some emails. Okay. We'll so, see, yeah. Let, let's, so it's, let's, let's kind of go through it. Yeah. So it's about 6,000 documents is what they're saying they have, Allegedly, which is a, yeah. a very small amount if you think about documents at a huge corporation. Um, so it's like, okay, cool. Uh, and it is, this new type of hacking that has really this is like one of the i think there's like three or four kind of collectives that are operating like this yeah but this all started in the last couple of literal months where they are positioning themselves as kind of like white knights in the sense of they are calling themselves like ransomware as a service yes so where, yeah yeah go ahead danny go no ahead. no go okay 
No, no, go, go. I want, I want to, I want to hear your explanation of it. Okay, so uh, what they they are doing is they are trying to play within different data privacy laws. So we're talking like GDPR. Yes. Um, in in the EU, we're talking about the California Privacy Act and, and acts like it across the U.S. and other places, where there are extremely heavy penalties for mishandling of data. Um, yeah, I think the biggest fine so far since GDPR went is like a billion for a single company's infractions. So if they do this and they've done this to other companies, this is not their first thing. There's multiple, they like openly track what they are doing on their, their site. Um, They are saying, Hey, if you don't do this, we're selling the data, selling the data to anybody. But what they're really doing is we're going to release it. And then they do have, and they're like, I don't know, they're, their rules or what bylaws, whatever they have as like who we are, their mission. Yep. Um, they're like, if you don't pay us, there's nothing else we can do except we're going to report you to GDPR and you're going to get huge monetary fines. So if you paid us, you wouldn't. Yep. What you, what you say? Yep. So it's, it's for sure. It's like a weird, Almost like cybersecurity vigilantism, as I kind of want to say. It's like Mr. Robot. Right, because they're not like... I mean, they are threatening to sell the data that they have, and it's still not super clear if they have actual user data and anything like that. It seems like it's not. Right. Um, But but also like the claims of like all of Sony's systems we have access to is like this is weird so it's weird weirdly worded uh they have done something like this before over the summer so it like leads to a little bit of validity to them as an organization um but at the same time it's like super like okay six thousand docs okay what what does that even mean so apparently there's some source code data which probably bad you know usually like companies have like a bug bounty program or something if you find an exploit reach out to us we'll give you some kickback for helping us uh, plug stuff up um but but there's like internal information and some keys to enter like they first like it seems like there is some access that they have uh, managed to get into sony systems again all entirely allegedly allegedly from from their side. Uh, Cybersecurity Connect, this is an Australian uh, like security news outlet and organization, is the one that's, that's, uh, that broke this. And, and Sony has been hush-hush a little bit. Uh, they made a statement to IGN, which felt weird because they're like, this isn't explicitly a PlayStation Network hack like last time. This is like all of Sony, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. means but it like does seem to, everything else. Everything seems to tilt towards the video game side of things kind for some of, reason. Yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting um, because they directly pulled stuff from Sony Japan, it seems like. That's like where yes. most of the data is like in Japanese and all of this. So uh, not not a lot of like big outlets have covered this. IGN made a quick post like, hey, there's someone alleging that some hacks happened. We reached out to Sony. No comments. This morning, overnight, uh, I'm assuming, again, because it's happening in Japan during their workday, they posted an update. Sony made a statement effectively saying, like, we're investigating no comment. Yeah. At this time. (laughs) Which is, 
uh interesting like at first my first pass at this is like this doesn't seem super legit although you know always better safe than sorry so update your passwords enable to factor authentication keep an eye on your bank accounts if you have your uh, credit card in there uh, on your playstation network account uh i'm letting it ride the longer <laughs> i was gonna let it ride we're at tag podcast spencer <laughs> we'll see what happens we'll see what happens let it hey throw the dice baby been playing boulder's gate what one of my vi- the video that i that i posted uh talking about this like hey i, I made a video like hey there's this claim happening in case it's true here's all the stuff that you should do like cybersecurity tips instead of like sensationalizing it i was like here's what you should do just in case Password reset, two-factor authentication, blah, blah, blah. Literally the most popular comment, Spencer, what do you think it is? Nah. Yep. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's the funniest thing to say. It's, yeah. They're like, nah, I'm going to let it ride. Hopefully, and let, it, hopefully Sony figures it out. I, did I get TikTok and comments on, your, on our TikTok? <laughs> Maybe that was you. Was that you, asshole? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's super fun. I just laughed when I saw that because like I'll... I'll like there's like at least a hundred comments in there in that thread being like for real, 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 me too, real, real. It's I'm funny. Like, you <laughs> but it's like idiots, but okay, but this is hilarious. This is hilarious. Um, I get it, man. It's hard to get people to care about this because think about in the last like over the summer alone. There was a Discord data breach, there was a Microsoft data breach, there was uh I was just researching like how many data breaches have there been this year alone? Yeah. Not to, not not including like oh. personal data breaches because you're reusing when, passwords. When like everyone went full in on AI and every company went full in on AI, everything got so much harder to secure. <laughs> like it it it's really been a rough year for security. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's just been <laughs> it's hard to get people to care about this when it's like Okay, my data's been out there like a hundred times now. Like, yeah, whatever. At this point, which on one hand I understand that it makes it makes people's li- like it makes Lily's live insane because she's like, this is why we can't get anyone doing our security trainings because they're just like, whatever, man. I don't care. It yeah. happens all the time. Yeah. What am I going to do about it? What can I do about it? Nothing. Which is unfortunately how you know. People, we all apply that to so many things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be better, Spencer. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying but to be better. Update, update your stuff. Update uh, your stuff. Update it's your stuff. Probably fine. The longer Sony goes without confirming that nothing is wrong, the Means more probably, I'm inclined yeah, to believe yeah. that something did happen. I I agree with that. So, Sony, if if you're if you're the hackers listening. Relief, some, put some of the goofs out there, but hey, delete my password from your mouth <laughs> keep, if you have it. Keep my uh, password out of your goddamn mouth. Yeah, please, because uh, I I don't I don't want to change it. I already have it in all my. It's it's easy to to use because it's already saved. Don't make me resave and reset. It takes a long time. Yeah, four to four minutes. It, I mean, I guess it is a little inconvenient. I get it. Uh, I get it. But Danny, we work support. We work support, and also I will. I'll do it. Um, really quick before we head out, Boulder's Gate. Boulder's Gate. I finally played it. You've been playing it. Yep. It's pretty fun. 
Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts because I love that right away. Um. So I will say, I was pretty tired when we were playing as a group. Sure. And I would say as a group, we were pretty indecisive. Um, but it was it was I did have fun though. It was fun, but we were not making choices, and I was pressing X too many times. So you were. <laughs> I was definitely mashing. messing it up. You were I did mashing. say I had not played at all. Really, like I played like ten minutes. Now I am frustrated with one thing about this game. Yes, that is part of it, which is the random auto save rules, where you either get an auto save or you don't. Yes, yes, and I that has. That caused me as i'm playing a different character from ours to lose about like 30 minutes of progress like four times that that has happened to me a couple of times not where you not just walk somewhere anymore. and you're yeah. just like oh shit you're way too strong i can't do anything to get out of this i'm it's easier just to die than try to like waste everything I have. There's a, I think there's a flea function, but I don't know how it works. Uh, I'm Every stupid. time I've tried I'm it, it doesn't it do anything. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things to know. There's a lot. There's, it's, it, the learning curve is quite steep. I think it's oddly enough one of the most accessible, uh, like action, not, it's not an action RPG. What is this called? I forgot. Turn based RPG. Turn, turn based RPG in this style. Uh, that um, Larian Studios has made, uh, but there, but it's also at the same time like a steep learning curve. Uh, I agree with that. I still think that the wheel menus are weird. It's like they wanted to avoid doing like um, what is, what is it called? Like uh, cascaded menus, like intro mm-hmm. menus, mm-hmm. Uh, like a traditional uh, turn-based RPG. But it's like ah, this feels more annoying because it's like. Some of these are blue and some of these are green or red and like yeah, what does that mean? And then it's um, sometimes I'm like, wait, I think I want this wheel to be first. Why is this wheel second now? Like the way it builds out the wheels, yeah, is weird. And then the other thing is on control, on controller. We will on say controller, this is on PS5. Yeah, yeah. This is all controller. Other thing about controlling it that I don't really love is how finicky the zoom is. It's like a, yeah. because I'm just like inherently used to having like your your right stick you're gonna adjust your camera to make sure that it's like you know how what if you want to go cinematic you just want it to be to see something but because the zoom is also how you manipulate just where the camera is in relation to the character it like easily will trip over it yeah and then when you go to controller it's just it's like it's like the curve is like yeah slow and then like the sensitivity just like spikes out of a out of a sudden all, all yeah, of a sudden. yeah yeah or it'll like you'll accidentally zoom all the way out or all the way forward when you were really just trying to move the camera a little bit right right um so that it, there's some clunkiness there um i might i don't know if i have a usb keyboard but i kind of want to try it i'm gonna try that keyboard. next i'm gonna try mouse keyboard next um to see to see how that makes it feel because i do think it would probably be easier to be successful at the game and feel the pace of it because sometimes just anytime you're doing a bunch of different wheel menus it's never no one's ever nailed it it's hard to nail honestly i will say that's like one thing that diablo 4 did really well yeah their their controller gameplay for for a game that was primarily built as a point and click i think like the big problem is is because where diablo is just like the chaos action 
since it's tur- I think tur- the turn-based part is why they had to go this way. Yes, yes. Um, which is why, again, like it's like I, I understand why not doing the menus because it feels too dated, but it's also like it's easier on a controller. Uh, again, very relatively minor things because overall, oh yeah, this game is insane. Jeez, it's so like crazy. immediately, immediately, it's so cool. The I never expected the um, the the D twenty roll mechanic to be as engaging as it actually is. <laughs> I love rolling them dice. It's cool as hell. Every time. It's Every so time. good. It's so good. I, I, I really love that. Um, I love that we have to think about how your party build is set up with like who, like the, everyone's roles, uh, where it's like, uh, like in, on, with, with Pat. Hi, Pat. Uh, we're playing. What up, Pat? Our, our campaign. I'm like the uh, stealthy assassin, which also happens to mean that like my charisma is higher for so for conversations and persuasions, I should be the one engaging. However, for like combat and battles, like you guys need to like you know take the charge and that while I try to sneak around and like do little sneaky tiny sneak boy stuff. things, sneak boy stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think that's it's, it's great. really cool. Um, I was like talking to Christine kind of explaining our the session we had and then a little bit more playing and and the thing I was like so it's starting to make these R.A. Salvatore books uh that I've been reading my whole life really I appreciate them even more because they're really nailing the Dungeons and Dragons yeah, vibe yeah. in those books and like even the way he writes combat is very much it feels like he's really taking the spirit of turn-based combat from Dungeons and Dragons and making it so um, in, in, in his words. And I think that's really cool. The other thing that I think is like breaking my brain a little bit is how much story freedom you have and in how still, your journey is going to go. And it doesn't come across. And I don't know how, how like how much you've played on your own, but like like 30 more minutes. OK, so I'm like 15, 20 hours in now. Um, it, it, I expect the, uh, the narrative to be segmented when a game does this. Baldur's Gate 3 freaking nailed the cohesion with the freedom of, like, doing whatever you want, and my story experience is different, entirely different from, like, Pat's single-player campaign that he was telling me about. I, I, I really think, like, that is the thing that is going to probably keep me playing the game more than the gameplay. Because, like, turn-based, I'm still not good enough at the menus. It doesn't feel fluid at all. It feels, like, really clunky. I You know, I'm still understanding, like, what's the strategy of this type of combat, you know? But even from the first moment when we started playing, where I was like, hey, y'all, do." when I played, like, for 10 minutes by myself, like, I went up this elevator and, like, talked to this brain for a bit that I pulled out of a guy's body. And then you guys were like, huh? Yeah. I was like, wait, whatever. What I was, he's yeah. like, what do you, what do you, do you want to do that? I was like, no, I'm just saying like, do we have to do it? And then you guys were like, I don't know where you're, t- I don't know. <laughs> and you guys had already played through that. Yeah. And it's yeah. Like, even from the literally opening steps from the of the opening game, steps of the game. I'm like, oh, well, I got into this argument when I played alone, like with this fucking brain who was trying to, and then like, that didn't happen to y'all. <laughs> the, the voice acting and the writing here is is part why partly why I think this is easily game of the year. I just, just let, not even all the way through. 
I found a vampire friend guy, and I let him fucking kill me drinking my blood in the in, in oh, my camp. Oh, you ran you ran into Asterian. Yeah. Yes, and I was like, yes, I was just like, happen. well, let's keep going, man. Like, is this gonna? Because you know what I was trying to get going. <laughs> You're trying to get freaky. Yeah, I'm trying to get that freaky stuff going. It, like I heard, it's hard now, so I'm really working at it. And, and you I was died like, maybe as this a will turn, and then he just killed me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you wake up, but you don't wake up. You're just a dead character. You just move to a different character in yep. your party. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then what, the first thing, if you like misclick, it's like loot. You want to take all the shit of this dead corpse? That is the main character that you created. And I was like, damn. So I could just stop playing with my character. Yeah. And you have to sw- switch roles, basically. That's it's that is that is so cool. It is like, insane. Just, I love that. I love truly that. Truly wild. Truly it's, wild. Uh, it's really cool. And as I'm getting more comfortable with the combat, here's where I'll, what I'll say. I think you will start enjoying the combat because the combat is also that deep. If you th- it, the, the depth of the story and the writing also translated to the combat. It's just that's where the true learning curve is because you have to pay attention to like your builds and how you're applying the skill points and when you level up because mm-hmm. you, you cap out at 12 uh, in this game, right? 12, something like that. Um and each each class and each race, like there, it actually matters in how you right. play the game, and specifically for the combat, and sometimes in how you interact with people. Um, because the half my half drill has like certain dialogue options that other characters straight up don't have. It's God, man. The more I think about this game, and the more I've played it, so I was like, at first I was like, no, I think Tears of the Kingdom still has a shot. I'm like, if it's not Baldur's Gate three, it'll be a travesty. Yeah, yeah, and. That that's pretty crazy. What a year for what a year for gaming, playing man. Some it's, fucking video. This games, th- it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be the hardest uh, end of the year, like best games list that we've had to make in a while. In a while, yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, Danny, I might go play. I don't know. I'm gonna go play too. Um, but this has been the DMG.